Brian Clausen, if you could think of one word to describe this dinner with racers, what would it be? Potograph. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio. Welcome to Dinner with Racers. I'm Ryan Eversley alongside my co-host, Sean Heckman. That's me. And we are on day 30 of our cross-country tour covering 8,000 miles in 20 states to bring you guys 27 dinners with various racing personalities from across the country, all for you to criticize it and make fun of us on Twitter. So, uh, next up in our long list of conversations was, actually this was one I was kind of excited about because yeah. he, he's, he's not somebody that's kind of in our little world of influence. Uh, uh, Brian Clausen, who uh, is primarily known for his USAC exploits. He's what we would know as a short track guy. Runs uh, all kinds of USAC categories, sprint cars, midgets, but has had a really cool oval track career over the years. I just want to point out that we just passed the Ganassi IMSA trailers going south. Oh, on 75. Let's go. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of Ganassi. And it works perfectly because yeah. Brian Clausen drove for Ganassi. Yeah, so in 2007, 2008, uh, Clausen was part of this whole development trend where uh, NASCAR teams were picking up open-wheel guys to try out their NASCAR programs. Brian was a development driver for Ganassi Racing in, X in their uh, what was then known as Nationwide Series, yeah. now Xfinity, uh, in 2007 and 2008. Uh, has since gone back to basically full-time sprint car and, and short track racing, um, and has done a couple stints in the Indy 500, uh, 2012, and most recently this year in 2015. Uh, next year, he is looking to do a big, big thing where he's going to try and run 200 races in one year. Um, hopefully that will include the Indy 500, but uh, that's that's to be determined. And uh, a lot of cool things that we talked about. We didn't know him at all when we walked in. Couldn't have been more like a normal dude. It was probably one of the one of the handful of people that we met up with that we didn't know that felt like we were just eating with the dude. Yeah, just you like know. we met up with an old buddy. Exactly. Um, of uh, of significance is uh, his dog at Chevy Clausen. Some of the stories he told us about early days of NASCAR and. Uh, the likes of Chip Ganassi and Tony Stewart were just uh, really worth the uh, the listen. So we ate at Matt the Miller's in Carmel, Indiana. He called it Carmel. Yeah, that's fine by me. Yeah, He's from there. What do we know? Yeah, well, true. Uh, you had the... I had the ahi tuna, and it was just not... I think they didn't cook it right or something. It wasn't great, but that uh, appetizer we had was pretty good. The appetizer was awesome. Yeah. I had the chicken sandwich. Also, big thanks to Matt Cleary for the recommendation. I wish I could agree. I didn't like my tuna at all. <laughs> the people there were extremely nice and helpful. Cool location. And uh, thanks to Continental for supporting us on our podcast. Meow. All right. We're going to start in five, four, three, two. Is this a thing, See? Carmel? Is this a, is this a happening place? Yeah, it is. See, Noblesville and Carmel are... Or Carmel, however you say it, we're yeah. we're cross town rivals. Oh, okay. okay. Like in, in high school sports and things like that. So, so we're gonna get out of it. Are we gonna get shot here with you? Nah, uh, I, I no one's gonna we'll recognize you. Yeah, and be like, we'll get him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so did you go? Did you grow up in Noblesville? Uh, yeah, I was actually I was born in California. Um, oh. but I moved to moved to Noblesville when I was about ten. So we're in California. Uh, Sacramento area. Oh, Carmichael. okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. um, yeah, I moved here when I was about 
ten, so I grew up. So you basically, as far here. as anybody's concerned, you're a Noblesville yeah. guy. So you went to high school in Noblesville. Yeah. Grew up. So or uh, graduated a Miller in 07. Nice. Okay. So, so you're we're about the same age. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you do any racing in California before you moved out this way? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did some quarter midget racing. Um, cool. Actually, kind of, obviously, where it all started. Uh, my dad raced when I was younger. Uh, well, raced before me, right. uh, and then uh, I think I went to my first race when I was about a week and a half old. So, uh, straight from the beginning, was was out at the the dirt tracks, and uh, uh, my dad raced up until I was about four and a half, and uh, well. He actually raced later than that, but raced us about four and a half. And actually, uh, I always say now, luckily, uh, got hurt in a sprint car accident, uh, <laughs> broke his back, <laughs> uh, broke his back, and had to sit out uh, for uh, about a year. Right. And uh, in that time, I, you know, kind of at that time, I was, you know, four and starting to bug him about getting a race car. Right. And uh, and now his focus is off of his own driving. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, he had he had to sit out. I think pretty close to a year it was like nine months or something like that so in that time we got a quarter midget and now what's what's awesome to me is jeff gordon kind of has a similar story like he grew up in vacaville right which yep. is uh not too far from sacramento yep. but what i love is like I, I he moved at pretty young age something yeah. similar to like 10 but yet uh, uh every time they come into sonoma because i grew up not too far <laughs> south of there and and uh Every time they would come to Sonoma, it would be like, local hero, Jeff <laughs> Gordon, totally cut his teeth here. It's like, nah, not really. Yeah, well, it depends on where, you know. I go to California, and I'm coming back home. Is that, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> so when you, when, you, uh, when you get out west, is that, are you claiming to be a California kid all of a sudden? Uh, I think they claim me more. Than I, you know, I claim Noblesville. I mean, it's kind of – Right. Sure. I, I like being a Hoosier. I grew up, you know, kind of came to came to, to be who I am as a, as a Hoosier. So uh, uh, I always claim it. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's still – People that when I come home or you know go back they to California, they still claim me. So, nice. uh, you know, and and you know, funny you brought up the Jeff Gordon thing. That's that's always my favorite story to tell my dad. So my dad actually uh, didn't grow up right alongside that Jeff, but raced with right. him and things like that, and actually had the uh, the opportunity to move back here with Jeff okay. uh, when they moved back and and kind of take care of some of his race cars and things like that. And uh, as he says, made the dumbest decision of his life and turned <laughs> it down. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know so uh that's eventually you know was a driving f small driving force behind you know right. getting me back here you know, nice. john called my dad and said don't don't screw up again yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't make the same mistake twice now when you uh as you're as you've kind of become more and more successful once you started doing nascar and indycar and and you know now you're obviously one of the big dogs at usac do you find that more people start claiming they knew you when when maybe they didn't from that time so it's like you know oh yeah i used to see him <laughs> race up at wherever uh, at sacramento speedway even though they clearly were never there yeah i mean the hardest part for me is i'm i'm terrible with remembering people so <laughs> i get very That's i get yeah, i get yeah, very you good are what's at called a race car driver yeah, yeah so. <laughs> i get very good at the smile and oh oh yeah 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 well yeah what, i remember what's your uh what's your go-to is it because i go with uh, nice to see you you yeah. know, when I'm like, when someone's like, hey, and you're like, I don't know if I met this guy or not. So I just say, hey, nice to see yeah, you. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. I, I kind of have a gamut of them, you know, I just, I roll, I roll, roll. Because the worst is when you're like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And they're like, we've, we've met, met before. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're like, good to see you. Yeah, yeah. Lally's, yeah. Lally's go to is very similar. It's like, oh, good seeing you. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Hello, we met. How have you been? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How have you been? <laughs> Yeah. Trying to drag their life story out and figure well, out. <laughs> with you guys, I mean, the fan participation in USAC is, or in all open wheel dirt stuff, I mean, it's awesome. You go to those races and the, the 
packed. The stands are packed. Yeah. Shirts are sold everywhere. I've I've got a friend that uh, started a racing clothing company, and his his goal was more to be like a Formula One style mm-hmm. brand. And I was like, dude, you need to make like cheap dirt track yeah. shirts because yeah. they sell a billion of those things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's yeah it's I mean, you know, it's as much of a of a you know our our earnings throughout the year is is actually racing as anymore you know yeah. and, you know especially you know you get guys like Donnie and and right. uh, uh some of the outlaw guys that have have been around for a while and have built a fan base they uh they move move the merchandise I was going to so. one of the questions I had for you was like how many shirts do you sell a year um you know it kind of varies obviously like this year was boosted a little bit uh through uh through Indy but we're usually in the, in the 4 to 8,000 shirts oh, range. Holy awesome. So, <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and for myself, you know, we're a little bit handicapped in some, you know, when I, when I go race with the outlaws, um, you know, which this year was only 20, 25 times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> while, while we're laughing is because like I race sports cars yeah. and like, like a busy year is like 15 yeah, and, and people are going nuts over the fact that there were like 11 races. Yeah, they're like, oh, uh, this schedule's getting out of hand. I just ran my 103rd, or 102nd of the year uh, at uh, uh, Friday night at, at, at the uh, Jason Leffler race. That was my 102nd race of the year. So, Wow. Uh, yeah, stay busy. Uh, which you, are you just dizzy all the time? Like uh, all the driving in circles? Um, Do you get out and just like <laughs> fall over, right? <laughs> no, the racing part's easy, honestly. It's the night night yeah. to night travel yeah, and stuff right. like that. You know, when, once you're there and racing, especially, you know, our forms of racing, you know, it's uh, – I've done everything but sports car racing or, right. you know, or road, road racing, uh, really. But, um, you know, it, the days are so much shorter, right, you're, you know. You you roll in at three four o'clock. You're out of there by midnight one o'clock, and right. you're on to the next one. We're kind of like we like to call ourselves high class carnies. Sometimes <laughs> not so much. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we just roll in. You know, set up shop. You're there. You know, sometimes it's a day, sometimes it's three days. And um, but uh, but any, you know, back to the merchandise stuff. Uh, you know, a- as a as a non outlaw, uh, you you can't take your trailers. You know, to to the outlaw races only there. Uh, oh, interesting. Guys okay. can have them. So okay. you know, obviously, like the big races, uh, nationals, Kings Royal, um, some of that's a little bit different. But uh, you know, if I was to go uh, run with that, well, even World Finals, go to the World Finals, um, I can't bring my stuff to sit there. Really? Um, so some of those guys, huh. you know, obviously they move a lot more stuff. Uh, you know, just be, by be able to take their yeah, stuff yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Um, but uh, and two, you know, we. Sometimes she, I get tired of dragging a trailer with me. Sometimes oh, I want to sure. just be, yeah, r- yeah. be able to run 85 down the highway. Right. <laughs> and, and when you say you get tired of dragging the trailer, I mean, you're, are you literally driving the trailer and the whole thing? You're not yeah. just showing up helmet in hand? No, well, the uh, I was talking about my T-shirt trailer. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know, you're driving that truck and trailer, sure. though. Yeah, yeah. driving the That's truck awesome. and T-shirt yeah. and trailer yeah. Yeah. Uh, up and down the road for the most part. And, um, you know, we obviously, uh, you know, we announced uh, earlier this year, August, I guess in August, that um, – you know our big plans for next year doing trying to do 200 uh <laughs> races in a year that's awesome um, Jesus. <laughs> which should be a lot of fun and uh but at the same time obviously that that uh so we're gonna hire somebody to do some of that right. so yeah. Yeah. i'm sure, not sure. dead you're gonna have to yeah but yeah. uh um, you know it uh it makes uh you know, going up and down the road is, is there so is it I, and i apologize i don't know is that a record is there a, a you know i don't know right and, and kind of how it starts so i mean really uh you know, I always get asked all the time, well, who the heck's idea is that? And it, I mean, honestly, it was kind of mine. And it really didn't <laughs> start with a number. Right. Um, you know, 
we have uh, in dirt track racing, everything's, uh, I wouldn't be say, become so um, kind of separated, but, you know, we have the world of outlaws. We have yeah. USAC sprint cars. We have USAC midgets. We have right. USAC silver crown cars. So segmented, um, you know, that a lot of times, uh, especially if you commit to one series, you get, uh, you know, st- I wouldn't necessarily say stuck doing things you don't want to do, but um, it kind of came to me. It was actually two years ago. uh, I was racing Oval Nationals, which at the time I think it paid ten or twelve thousand to win, which was you know a pretty good purse for for what we do. And um, can I I interrupt and ask what what that race costs to run? Um, like our nightly, you know, obviously, like it it depends on you know that race is a little bit more expensive for us on the on the Cause east coast because we travel yeah um but you know a, a good general figure um uh, by the time you include you know i, I actually have my own race team um that we kind of do uh now i raced it for a long time but now um uh, we kind of do a uh, I'm kind of one of the bad owners that does the <laughs> least the least programs. More out of necessity, we kind of were just done with it. Right. Uh, or we were just going to kind of sell everything off and then have had the opportunity to keep it going. So, right. you know, that's why we do it. Right. Uh, uh, and, uh, but, uh, you know, our general figure is somewhere, our cost is anywhere from two to three grand a race, depending so on. So winning nine so to 12 grand is a big deal. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Awesome. So, I mean, you know, wow. obviously, and that, and that includes – you know, uh, to some degree, labor and travel and things like right. that. Obviously, everything's, you know, if you go to California, right. it's probably costing us more than that. Yeah. But well, and, that's, and I assume that doesn't include the amortization of the car and engine and whatnot itself, correct? Yeah, well, I mean, like, that's pretty much, I mean, you know, that's what it's going to cost. That's including, you know, if we bre- break down, you know, on a sprint car, you get 25 nights on a motor. So that's your nightly wow. rebuild. So that does include. Yeah, you know, your rebuild, wow. engine cost, um, you know, obviously – don't really take into account necessarily the you know um yeah so the value of your your brand new sprint car each sure night sure going down. Yeah. So correct me if i'm wrong so in theory you could semi-sustain off a of prize money if you're constantly doing well yes um you know to some scale i mean i mean to some scale i mean you know obviously to go world of outlaw racing um they travel a lot more yeah, yeah. um you know you say sprint car team um you know we've done it uh, we've done it with, li- you know, not limited sponsors, you know, decent amount of sponsors, right, but right. And, and, and sustain. Um, you know, obviously it just, sure. you know, if everything went perfectly and you never blew up a motor and, right, right. and you know, only crashed once or twice, um, you know, there's the opportunity to do that now. Uh, you know, in that you got to remember you pay your driver half and, yeah. and, uh, kind of go through some of that. So, uh, it, it can becomes close. Right. I, I mean, your bottom line, you're not losing hundreds of thousands of dollars, <laughs> right, you know, right. if, if <laughs> you can put like it together. So, <laughs> so now, yeah. obviously, you know, the scale of, you know, I've, I've raced for myself, and I've raced for um, Tony Stewart Racing. Right. You know, obviously, you take a step to that scale, um, you know, they're spending a little bit more money right. um, than what I, I would. Right. Um, same thing, you know, on the outlaw side. There's guys that do it for, you know do the tour on three or four hundred thousand dollars and there's the guys that do the tour for a million dollars you know so it's kind of you know obviously there's always that you know i don't i don't want to speak for ryan but in my opinion you're literally the only series that's even close to breaking even off of prize money do you guys are you guys aware of that compared Uh, like i mean sports car is definitely (laughs) not the case indy car they struggle yeah i mean you know i think uh i mean i think to some degree um you know we're also probably and I mean, I guess 
we're also in some degree probably one of the few series left with owners, you know, true yeah. owners that yeah. that you know go out and and pick the guy they want. Like you know, hire a pro. Nothing, this you is the guy we yeah. You yeah. know, obviously, it isn't anything, and I'm I'm one of them. You know, if a guy has a check, it makes it easier to sure. to put sure. it together. But um, and, and you know, there there's there is there's that in in a lot of forms, but. Uh, you know, our our racing has become so much uh, more of a business. It seems like yeah. over the last, right. you know, decade. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe even further back than that. But uh, you know, I remember. Which is funny because we're sitting here hearing you talk. We're like, that's the closest to classic racing that we've heard in a <laughs> yeah. long time. I'm so. just considering all the choices I made in racing, and <laughs> I'm I'm feeling foolish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, you know, it's it's not an easy. Um, sure. It's not an easy. Uh, Life, I guess, lifestyle. I mean, you know. Yeah, but you love what you're doing. Oh right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, see, absolutely. I'm having a ball. I, yeah. You know, I had the chance. You know, we've kind of briefly talked about. It. I've I've done a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, I I went to. I've been, I was fortunate enough at 16. You know, still a junior in high school. I was uh, had a driver development deal with Chip Ganassi, so I didn't really had to think about what else I was. You know, anything right. else I wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, you're you know, young I, enough. To, yeah, I, yeah. You know, I was just always racing. So you know, straight out of high school, I moved to Charlotte. Um, did some nationwide racing, kind of got uh, chewed up and spit out a little bit by yeah. the you know the business side. Uh, you know, I always look back and and you know I always have the same advice for every uh, young kid. You know, a lot of kids have come through USAC. You know, you got Larson obviously has gone all the way to the top. Yeah. You know, Christopher Bell is coming through yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, there's a handful of guys that that have you know Stenhouse made it. Right. Um, so you know. But it, it's always the same. It's you got to make sure you're ready. But it's always so hard that first time to right. And and a lot of it isn't even um, being ready on the driver's side of things. I mean, I think what we do is is some of the hardest, sure. uh, purest form of racing there is, and and prepares you really well, especially for for um, you know cup cars that yeah, are absolutely you know, over overpowered, yeah. under you know, under gripped, yeah. you know, <laughs> sliding around and. Uh, uh, but the business side of things, especially, is is where it becomes hard. Well, I was gonna say is is off the track. Um, if you could look back at you know, because when that Ganassi deal happened, obviously you were so young that probably I'd imagine in, in your mind opportunities were gonna come left and right. Whatever happened, yeah. Uh, and so so if you could do it all over again, in, in terms of what you would have done off track, you say it, it sounded like it was very harsh. Um, yeah, I mean, I think just uh, there's a lot of things you. Know, probably uh just probably taking more control over it myself yeah um you know you kind of at 18 you just kind of you know without especially without anybody kind of guiding you you're just kind of floating around oh they're gonna make the best decision for me you know right right they got they've got my best interest you know you don't know any better you're right you know you're you know who am i gonna you know 18 gonna walk in and tell chip ganassi what to you know i mean i guess i probably should (laughs) have or or at least uh uh, been a little bit more vocal about how i felt on some things and and but i kind of got we know sort of the story as fans but but sort of from your perspective how how did those few years go um you know it's uh obviously well we you know we kind of had a game plan and and, um and basically you're straight out of usac straight out of usac i actually got hurt um kind of things kind of got accelerated i got hurt in 06 i was 17 yeah um kind of uh it was kind of going to run, run, finish out 06, um, and then start, you know, easing my way into the stock car side in 07, um, doing ARCA and things like that. And uh, actually got hurt, broke my neck in hey. 06. Oh, Do you know time. what you want, by the way? Uh, Did you look? I, can, I should probably I look. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, look. I think we need another minute. But uh, so, yeah, in 
You got hurt, broke my neck. Uh. <laughs> time out. <laughs> I like how the first time you mentioned you got hurt, it was just like, yeah, I got hurt. Yeah. And that kind of accelerated yeah. things. Yeah. Broke your neck. neck. <laughs> like, Let's yeah. talk injuries real quick. How many – I mean, a broken neck is a life-threatening injury for many people. Yeah. It could lead to paralysis. I mean, like – and sprint car guys are – you guys are nuts. I mean, I love it. <laughs> I, I admire the hell out of it because, first off, you're sitting on top of a spinning – drive shaft <laughs> that I can all I think about the entire time is like you're nuts man like yeah. like what happens when that goes wrong I, I guess it's Doesn't clearly yeah. sorted but <laughs> Jesus not um, always there's still okay, that's yeah. what got I mean that's what got Tony eventually on his leg deal right is, right is, exactly is that but uh, you know uh, so yeah um, well that was obviously the biggest <laughs> injury yeah, is, break, broken is neck, my I'd neck uh, I've got two rods and a plate and uh, wow some, when uh, you're 26 26. Well, I was 17 at that time, so <laughs> I've had it for <laughs> since then. But uh, <laughs> actually, that's a kind of a crazy story. Um, so I got hurt. It was in Wheatland, Missouri. That's just a fair warning to anybody that's ever going to the hospital in Wheatland, Missouri. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so I was going to the hospital. I went to the hospital. Uh, I was like, I got, I was knocked out and kind of here and there, and and I, I was came to uh, while well, I was still in the car, but they were still working on me and, and all that stuff. And uh, so go to the hospital and they do all their tests and scans and this and that. And, and uh, once again, this is probably makes it sound stupid, but it's, I was coughing up a little blood, which is <laughs> semi-normal when you crash really <laughs> hard. Cause no, it's not. <laughs> they're actually getting ready to uh, release me from the Wheatland Hospital. And uh, I was coughing up a little blood. Well, I actually had a big gash on my knee and uh, that – they had wrapped in towels and, and things like that. So they brought in a bunch of these bloody towels. Well, the, there's a little bit of a miscommunication between the two, the doctor and whoever brought the towels in. And he thought I had coughed up all that blood. Oh, God. So he oh, freaked out wow. and yeah. sent me to the uh, Springfield Hospital. And at no point anybody's asking you these questions. They're just looking now, at you. No. So, no. so, so, so at this point, I'm sitting <laughs> in the back of an ambulance, just sitting up, having a good old time. <laughs> <laughs> like, in the back oh of an ambulance God. on the way to Springfield, and right. I get to Spring the Springfield Hospital, and it was like an episode, like what you see on like ER. They like roll me out of the back and <laughs> right. they take me down. Like, Somehow they're can all gorgeous. Your, can you feel? Your, and I, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, can you feel your hands? Can you feel your feet? Yep. Well, you shouldn't be able to. Oh, okay. <laughs> so from there, I had surgery, and yeah, it was uh, really kind of uh, uh, one of those things that obviously was stunk at the time you right, know right. but uh looking back it's kind of uh it's probably the best thing that ever happened to me really um as silly as that sounds that you know you get to you get to at that point obviously kind of have everything going your way you're you know at that point a 17 year old professional race car driver right right uh best thing in the sense that it like it, it kind of showed you how easily you. it can happen it just kind of yeah. grounded me mm -hmm. you know yeah. obviously um, at that point in time, you know, everything's racing, racing, racing. Right, right, right. Uh, like and, and it still is. Don't get yeah, me yeah, wrong. Yeah. Uh, but it woke you up that it could go it south real at quick. Some point, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's at some point, you know, you kind of go, oh. So, yeah, but anyways, so after that, um, they decided to keep me out of the dirt cars for a little bit. Let me run Chili Bowl every year, but that was about it. Um, did some arc. And by day, you mean Ganassi? Ganassi, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did some uh, arca racing. Uh, I think I ran five or six ARCA races. Uh, one at Gateway, which was pretty cool. Um, it's always my favorite, one of my favorite stock car stories to tell too, is because I, we, uh, well, first off, we 
we spent like three days there testing, right? Well, ARCA test was a two-day test, and we came back and tested it once on our own. And you know, in ARCA, you're you're allowed you know, you're allowed to shift and kind of have open. Right. You don't have any. You know, you're not really yeah, regulated you're not on, on the gearbox gear or, anything, or nothing right, like that, right, like right. the cup car. So, so we roll back, and you know, I'm like, at this time, I'm like, you know, I'm, I might have just been 18, so. But I'm like, I don't want to shift. I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I don't want to shift in the middle. It's not yeah, my thing. Right. <laughs> right. I'm just trying to get this thing around here. <laughs> and uh, and so uh, so we tested for three days. And we're like, we were really quick and, you know, did the whole deal. Go out, qualify. We're like 14th quick. We're like, oh, God. <laughs> like, Brian, <laughs> yes, you know what this means? Yeah, You're going to have to shift tonight in the race. <laughs> yeah, right. like, oh, boy. So we ended up racing. Obviously, everything goes really well. We win the race. Well, we get done, get done, and, you know, they're like, burn this thing down. I'm like, all right, guys. Funny question. How do I do a burnout? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was right. 17, yeah, 18 I, years I, old. I've never, never, never driven clutch, anything right? with a – with the train, well, I mean, obviously that time I ran five races with the transmission, <laughs> but you know, never. <laughs> how do, so how do like, I do? What's the yeah, yeah? How do I do this, guys? Well, because you don't want to do it wrong. Oh yeah, no, Did you have a uh, trademark victory thing that you wanted to start doing? No, not really. Do you have one now? No, Who's I don't. It? Is it Larson that does the no wheel burnout? Yeah, it does yeah, the yeah. donuts. Yeah. See, I was always, I I never, and I think it just was the way I I was. I was brought up. My dad was always very anti donuts. Oh. He always he always said. So your dad you, was not Mike Dillon. He always said that when you <laughs> no, <laughs> that when you won, you should act like you deserve or that you expected to win, and right. you roll into victory lane and you do your cheering and, you and hollering. Sure. So, what so what does your dad think of Austin Dillon and his seventeen trademark things that he does when he wins? <laughs> I don't even know if my dad <laughs> pays attention to Austin yeah. Dillon, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I pointed this out to Sean maybe a year ago that he has uh, – he's got the Maverick helmet thing going on. He's got the cowboy hat thing going on. Yep. He's got the manicured eyebrows thing going on. Doesn't he know, do, uh, like, the slide or well, something? Well, now he's got the slide, slide. And, and it's just and like – And then he's got a power slide that he does. Oh, no, yeah. I know it's because he just won, like, it's, you know, it's it's the end of October recording. He just won, like, three, ra- three weekends yeah. ago in Kansas, I think. Yeah. And <laughs> – it was it was as if we were watching Talladega Nights when I'm they not, got into yeah, the Yeah, I'm not a big. I'm not sure I enjoy that slide. It kind of looks well, awkward. It's just yeah. like it's too much crap. And like I yeah. said to Sean, it's like I think because he's like the young kid and he's in the three and he has yeah. all this pressure on him to be somebody that he's trying to have like a move or my, a signature. My favorite of all time is the Kyle Busch get the all bow. get all the smoke. <laughs> and then bow out of the smoke. <laughs> I think that's pretty. <laughs> no, that's that's I, right. I enjoy that. Yeah. I enjoy that. I think it, I just think it's creative, right? You get all the smoke, and when the smoke clears, you're bowing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, especially a guy who gets that much hate. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, and it fits too because yeah. he it, he plays it well. So, plays right. it well. Well, it sounds like you get at least five days off from the track. <laughs> a year. So yeah, a year. A year. Yeah. 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 So we, uh, yeah, you know, certainly, you know, I was. I was actually uh, I just just purchased a a new home here. Ah. Not here in Carmel, home but here in Noblesville. Is it your first home? Uh, actually, second. Okay. But the first one I bought in Charlotte, and then all that went bad like a month after I bought <laughs> right. it. So luckily, I was able to. I had I had people living in it for a while and, and different things, Made and, it work and I actually it. did did okay on it. So, um, so I sold that one. That's where this one comes in. But uh, so right. Currently in the process of getting furniture and right, starting. You know, I got a fridge, but it's got a problem. So I got <laughs> you know, I got all you know, 
Typical, yep. typical yeah. stuff, right? Real problems. Now. Real problems. Yeah. Real and problems. you'll, see, you'll well, correct me as a guy who has uh, people to handle this. Like, I have a feeling you're the one <laughs> doing it all yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm, me and my girlfriend Lauren are doing it. So we're just uh, – but anyway, so we just happened to time it where we went into the furniture store as uh, the end of the cup race was on. So we oh. went in the TV section <laughs> and watched the last – Just stand there, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even know what I would call those last two – Oh, from Talladega. Yeah, from yeah. Talladega. Attempts. Yeah. Attempts is what they were calling them. Yeah, yeah. we're recording <laughs> yeah. this. What it, whatever they were. But, uh, yeah, so we went and watched. So, yeah, I'm a typical race car driver. Just just in the kind of travel we do more on the road racing side, especially if you're single, it can be tough because you're, you're gone all the time. And in their minds, it's this life of luxury that you're going to exotic cities <laughs> like like Mansfield, Ohio. And, um, <laughs> it's a beautiful place. Yeah. I've raced there before, too. <laughs> uh, uh but for a guy who's racing 100-plus times a year, it's got to be even worse. So how, how is that during the single days? Cause you um, there's Brian Clausen, uh, man. There's girls no, I, I sure. everywhere. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, I, you know, obviously it's just uh, I don't think I ever knew anything any different, you know. Sure. Here at, at the time, you know, I've been with her since I was – 21 so I uh-huh. only had a couple years there of really <laughs> really uh, you know doing it and uh, you know it, obviously it's it's a good time uh, you're traveling around having fun and and uh, you know but at the same time you know having a, a, a sense of you know obviously at 21 you're not really thinking about family life but having yeah. you know it, it's always better to have somebody to to, to share the experience exactly. with yeah. and so she race fan and oh yeah okay. yep yep she does she's Right there by my side, ninety percent of the time, she actually does a lot of our merchandising oh and, no. and things like oh. that. Works the trailer and um, does a lot of different. She she's kind of my people. <laughs> she, <laughs> hand, <laughs> she handles a lot of the business side of things. We do uh, actually do an event. Uh, I say I say we do, as in we've been doing it for a long time. We did our first event uh, last year at Chili Bowl, uh, a Racers for Autism event. Um, that uh, we actually donate the proceeds to. Uh, uh, the Autism Society of America, and uh, we've kind of built a rela- relationship with them. I've got a, a friend, uh, a close friend, family friend that I went to high school with. Uh, actually, it wasn't a family friend. We were friends, and then our families became oh, friends because cool. we were friends. But uh, I went to high school with that's uh, autistic, and he actually, uh, when he was younger, you know, he learned to read, write, count, do everything, talk, basically, through right. racing. You know, oh, he's, wow. So Neat. I don't – he's been to – I think he's been to the 500 every year since he was born, or, or something close. Yeah. He can does he name know every all. statistic? Well, uh, does he pretty know much, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Usually, what happens is he'll call me and go, "Where'd so and so finish?" I go, "Ben, you know that." <laughs> well, where did he finish four years ago? I go, "Ben, you know that." Right. So if you're if you're gonna do so an interview, you should just bring him with you. Absolutely. And I probably should have. Probably should have. Like, yeah. So, yeah. but uh, we do an event uh, in Tulsa for that. Last year, we uh, donated over forty thousand dollars to the Autism Society, so that was pretty That's cool. Amazing. So another thing, <coughs> you're very active with your dogs, <laughs> Chevy and Stuart. Yep. Is that right? And I am. You guys Chevy and Stuart? Chevy, Chevy and Stuart. Stuart. Wow. Yeah. And you did a leukemia thing, or like a drive with shirts, I think? Yeah, we've uh, actually done a lot of um, different uh, uh, projects. Uh, the uh, So the, the Let's Lick Leukemia yeah. uh, dog walk was actually... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sean has <laughs> corgis. So this I is do. Right the man's up. dog. Yeah, <laughs> corgis. So, so we uh, we did. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I had you have to. Have, what kind of dog? 
I've got a I've got a short legged Jack Russell Terrier. Okay. That's Chevy and That's Stewart. Very corgi Stewart is a Beagle Terrier. Oh, Beagles are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All so right. We're in the small dog. Club. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dog. Chevy's yeah. nine yeah. pounds and Stewart's fifteen. Are you Maybe. familiar with a uh, uh, television legend Ron Swanson? I'm not. Okay. He's a character on Parks and Rec, but very much a guy's uh, guy. He's got a great quote that I love, despite the fact that I violate this quote with my corgi: "Is uh, any dog under 50 pounds is a cat." <laughs> and cats are pointless. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, moving on. So, yeah, but uh, licking leukemia. The Let's Lick Leukemia deal was actually. Uh, <laughs> I thought you'd like that. It was I a dog walk. We, uh, we did. Uh, it was kind of in conjunction. I actually had a, a classmate. Um, uh, he uh, he passed away from, from leukemia uh, shortly after we graduated. Um, and, and so his mom's really involved with the. Uh, Leukemia Foundation, and she was up for Woman of the Year, and so part of that is, um, part of that uh, award is fundraising. But uh, we did a dog walk in Noblesville and kind of did the same uh, path as uh, as as the turkey trod and, and, and their run. So uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we <laughs> it ended up, of course, uh, downpouring on right. the day of the That's dog walk. How it has to work. But right. they ended up. Uh, I think they ended up moving, uh, <coughs> or I say moving. They ended up having like uh, s- between sixty and seventy dogs. Wow. Come through, which uh, considering it was a hundred percent chance of rain, and it rained yeah. like an inch and a half that day, was pretty <laughs> wow. good. So, Still got it. but it's a it's a lot of fun, and and we've done uh, you know uh, when I was ra- running for TSR uh, every uh, October Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we do uh, pink helmets, which has kind of become a little bit legendary as as far as my pink helmets go. We'll get into <laughs> that in a second, but. Um, uh, they do pink helmets one year. I think I did a white, pink and white suit, pink gloves. Yeah. Um, so they, they were very committed. involved. Well, we did, a, you know, we did, a, we did a shirt with my dog Chevy on it. This was before Stuart was was around, but we did a shirt with my dog Chevy on it, and uh, basically, uh, uh, same sort of deal. All the proceeds went to uh, uh, American Cancer Society through TSR, and um, did breast cancer awareness shirts with with my dog on it. I had a bunch of people ask. Basically, what happened was we had a bunch of people asking for dog shirts. <laughs> I was like, I am not making a shirt with my dog on it. And then, uh, so we did it for uh, for uh, for, yeah, for, right for a cause. So, yeah. No. Uh, so it was a lot of fun, and, and people love it. She's got her own Twitter account at Chevy Clawson. She's hilarious. Okay. It kind of started as uh, just somewhere stupid to put. Okay, <laughs> we got. So I gotta I gotta judge you. Um, does Don't at Chevy Clawson interact with? Uh, are you at Brian Clawson? Yes. Do those two interact? They do interact a little <laughs> okay. bit. Okay. They do interact a little bit. Try, I, I like you, so I'm not going to judge. <laughs> judge. Yeah, well, so. yeah, you know. Can't we had to get her a special phone with her paw, you know, <laughs> the paw touch, <laughs> you know. Uh, don't judge me. Judge her 3,000 followers, okay? Holy <laughs> right. shit, really? <laughs> Somewhere. Let me yeah, see what I got. 3,670 followers right now. <laughs> Your dog has more followers than most sports car drivers. <laughs> Well, yeah. that is yeah. crazy. Yeah. I am proud of I am proud of so Chevy Clawson. All, she, now she I have to follow Chevy Clawson. Now you know. Now she's grown up. Um, Don't judge me. It's, judge not, it's not. It's not. It's not necessarily. Uh, I mean, it's still pretty funny. Wait, is this the dog right here? Yeah. Looking at the photos. Yeah, here. That's, that's a little guy's adorable. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He's a cute damn dog. So yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, when when she was a puppy, it was. You know, a place where I came home and there was toilet paper shredded yeah, everywhere. Right, it was right, like, right. look, Dad, I threw a party for you, you know. <laughs> I got to say, you're, uh, the short-legged Jack Russell is very corgi-like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We, could, we could hang. 
Yep. <laughs> now I, You're gonna have to get some more followers. For your yeah, yeah. Oh, I, 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 I did. Sure doesn't hang with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's card's full, bro. You know, <laughs> you know, the great thing about it is, you know, anymore, you know, especially after a bad night, you know, obviously we get a lot of fan. We talked about earlier a little bit, a lot of fan interaction. Yeah, you know, yeah. after races, great thing about what we do, um, and uh, is anymore. The people come down and go, is Chevy around? Well, I was going to wonder, it's do not, they go yeah, to the races? Not, well, yeah. you know, it's do not, they go? It's not, oh, I want to see, talk to talk to you. Can right. you sign? <laughs> Chevy's got her own hero cards, the whole deal. So. Wow, no that's commitment. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I love I'll USAC. I'll see if I got to see the hero cards. No, I, I got to give USAC fans credit because they are committed. She signs um, potographs, <laughs> the whole deal. So do you have like a paw print that you uh, put on these things? <laughs> we we did at one time. All right. The problem is, so when we went to the autograph cards, uh, she, you know, they're the high gloss and the stamp yep. doesn't quite work as well. <laughs> so uh, Lauren is actually so Lauren. So Lauren, Lauren, will ac- Lauren will actually sign. Oh, Chevy's as Chevy yeah, right. we, we don't. That's inauthentic. She won't do it. <laughs> well, she doesn't do it though. Earmuffs for anybody that doesn't want to. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, not, let's not ruin yeah, it. Yeah, she'll yeah. take it to the back over by the kennel, sign oh, it. Oh, I see. And bring it back out. So Wait, Lauren's got a future in like yeah, Lauren show business. Can it replace me? She's a promoter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like a kid's there and she'll be like, okay, let me go get her to sign it and that's going to yeah, sign exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. Wow. So the kids love it. That's commitment. See, like Chevy, she'll tweet like stuff like that where she's got her dust goggles on she's doing the selfies and the like whole thing. yeah yeah she's got wow her, she's ready for the races that's commitment yeah so i'll <laughs> keep scrolling through here and see if i can find uh, the uh hero card my favorite that's oh, yeah, yeah that's the winner oh, yeah autographs that started at nationals you know all the guys you know we're like this year we're we're uh and it wasn't necessarily this year that because we i think it was last year we did our first autograph signing <laughs> and it's totally so it's totally you know not really poking fun at but like you know at knoxville nationals everybody puts their signs up that you know autograph sessions at their t-shirt trailers yeah. you know lets you know what time they're going to be there and that so we did one for chevy that said potographs at four o'clock or and it, but it worked though oh yeah people love people it uh, they thought it was hilarious <laughs> like, i love this sport so. what i love is that like you're doing several charity events you have the time to make hero cards for your dog <laughs> and you're racing like 800 times a year. <laughs> well, that's where Lauren Meanwhile, comes I'm in. I'm like, mm, yeah. I got 10 races this year. <laughs> going to be busy. That's where Lauren comes in. Uh, she uh, she's she's pretty good she at all. She makes the real so action she, happen. Yeah, she yeah. makes she kind of makes it go around. So So when you were running the uh, the Ganassi Nation or Xfinity car at mm-hmm. the time nationwide, I'm yep. assuming. <clears throat> and you find out that Dario Franchitti is going to be you know, coming in and, and replacing you. That's got to be the weirdest thing in the world to you because you know you're an oval guy. You know, you've got the experience in the, in the you know, roundy round world mm-hmm. that he doesn't. And he's obviously Chip's friend. They've been yep. together a long time. Do you have a resentment there? Not today, but at the time because you're like, but I'm the guy. I'm the next. I'm coming up, and he's not even in this world. And yeah. it's one of those yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, I don't think uh, uh, resentment's probably <coughs> not the word, but. Yeah, I mean, obviously at the time you're kind of like you're unsure. You know, originally it was supposed to be completely separate. It was a second team, you know, and then eventually, um, you know, it obviously migrated down to one team right. and, and became, um, you know, the issue of, of not having much time for, you know, one or the other. And sure. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, um, you know, 
we're all competitive and and uh, you know when they bring somebody in like that that you know might not necessarily threaten you as as far as having a job but you know takes races away you're right. you know you're not going to be excited about it but uh, at the same time you know I think um, you know it was kind of a unique bond uh, that Dario and I kind of created because uh, you know here he was you know kind of a superstar of yeah. of IndyCar well not kind of he was yeah. you know superstar from this world um, you know here I am 18 just trying to figure it out and and you know obviously kind of a superstar is probably a big world but a, you know a, an up-and-coming right uh, guy on the, on the dirt track side and here we are kind of tossed in this nationwide deal uh, together trying to learn together uh, you know we were teammates at a lot of the you know the first five or six races you know so here we're going through the process of just trying to get our feet on the ground together and uh, you know I think I taught him some stuff and 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 about uh, you know oval racing and 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 Oval racing is probably a bad example probably because set up, you know, but yeah, just you yeah, know that type of racing. Yeah, um, and uh, <coughs> you know he taught me a lot, not necessarily um, about in car stuff, but just you know obviously had been through so much more outside the business yeah. side, um, you know, and not so much business side related to um, you know racing, but taking care of your personal stuff and things like that right. and, and, and structure. So um, you know he certainly taught me a lot, and, and we're still you know. If he was sitting across the bar today, we'd we'd push our tables together yeah. and, and have a good time. Well, funny you say so. that. <laughs> Dario! <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you know, obviously NASCAR has a lot of popularity. There's a lot of money rolling through there, and and I you've got a really good attitude about it, but I have to think there's like a group of USAT guys who just watch with resentment. You know, yeah. I, I was faster than that guy, or you know, yeah. Whatever. I mean, I think it's human nature. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure there is. I think there's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not naming names. I, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I think it's human nature. Obviously, you watch, um, you know, guys that maybe you beat or yeah. or uh, you know beat week in, week out, or yeah. or or race and and get the opportunity for you know some other reason. I mean, I think it's just human nature to sure. probably be like, geez, or, mean, or 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 you know, there's been a couple guys that have come through and been really bad at USAC racing and gone on to the stock car stuff and have been pretty good and right. um, you know then you're, you're like oh, man I just would have never guessed that right. or you know is the discipline just enough different that it doesn't necessarily translate yeah I mean I think so I think I think the biggest um, I think the discipline translates really well to, to sprint cup yeah uh, because I think, of the horse car yeah I right. think nationwide trucks is where it becomes a little bit more difficult. So in some hardest ways, your, your talent can get lost hardest, in the feeder series. Hardest thing for me, because uh, I was, and actually I was, so I made my debut in 07, uh, which was before they, uh, I think they went to like a tapered spacer or something, uh, basically took 100 horsepower away from the yeah. nationwide cars. So the first couple mile and a half I ran in 07 was a lot of fun. I loved it. It was, <laughs> I was I'd like, you know, th that was back in the time where there was, you know, 10 to 12 cup guys. So if you ran top 15 as a non-cup guy, you were like, heck yeah. 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 You know, we were doing good. And, uh, and we had some really good runs. And, um, you know, then in 08, they went to the space tapered spacer, and it became a lot tougher for me um, just because you're, at that point, you know, becoming pretty much running wide open almost. Yeah. You know, I, I liken it to be racing a crate 
engine versus a you know a yeah, right. super late model or something like that. It, you know the cars just become so close. It's a lot more about track position and yeah. you know aero and things like that. Um, so that was tough uh, for me. Uh, and I think you know if you talk to about any of the guys that that have come through, that'd probably uh, be s similar answers. Sure. Uh, that uh, you know once I got to you know I remember um, I attempted to qualifying about four cup races but they kept getting rained out but we went to <laughs> test it we went to the test at charlotte and uh you know first i mean real test with everybody there and i think we were fourth quick or something mm. at charlotte it was like you know, like where'd this come from I was like, yeah. well, this is easy like, <laughs> like you know everything i do is you know yeah, lift roll the corner as fast as you sure. can things like that it's right. not run wide open and see how loose you can get the car right you know yeah and uh so yeah so it's it's uh I think the translation it translates a lot better to cup. So speaking of which, I would have to think, you know, the Indy 500, which obviously, <laughs> in it, being an Indiana guy, I'm sure that was a dream come true. But in my mind, those cars are tremendously different from what you're used to. Yeah, they got four <laughs> wheels and a steering wheel that doesn't even look like a steering wheel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a big adjustment. I think, uh, you know, it's it's tough. I mean, you know, I think I always say that USAC did not prepare me for the Indy 500 in a sense that it taught me how to drive an Indy car. It prepared me in that I see something different every night, whether it's yeah. midget on a quarter mile, sprint car on a half mile, yeah. uh, big car on a mile in the morning, midget in a fifth mile at night. Like right. you see something different every day. So you got to adapt, you got to adjust, yeah. you know, not so much anymore, but even, you know, three, four, well, last one I probably ran was 10, but four or five years ago, uh, you know, you'd run, Dirt on Friday, pavement on Saturday, dirt on Sunday. Yeah. Back and forth, back and forth. So you learn to adjust, adapt, you know, figure it out, you know, no matter what, what you're doing. And, uh, you know, so in that sense is, you know, really the only way it kind of prepares you, right. you know, <laughs> prepares you to, to right. be able to adapt to anything. But with the arrow, you can't hang it out like the way you're used to. Obviously, no, if you go I mean, off, it's going to be expensive. Yep. Uh, no, it's, uh, you know, you're you're dealing with wheel movements in, you know, 10, 12 degrees, not, you know, we're probably, we're probably in a 100 degree radius probably yeah. in, a, in a midget sprint car, you know, we're maybe a 120 as right. far as how much we move the wheel, you know, <laughs> the Indy how car, if you, if you turn it 15 degrees, you're in trouble. Right. <laughs> <laughs> how nerve wracking was it getting up to speed? Um... A little bit. I mean, I think the hardest, the hardest part, um, actually, the first year was easier than this year. <laughs> your first year was 2012? 2012. And, yeah. and that year w went really smooth uh, and really well yeah. up until the last lap of qualifying. Right. But, uh, you know, that year went, went really smooth. Uh, you know, Sarah and, and their group over there, uh, Sarah and Wink yeah. and Andy, um, they gave me a really good car. Um, you know, that, that year we were really – you're probably underfunded to do it, um, which is kind of why once we crashed, we, you know, that was kind we, of that. It was kind yeah. of that. You know, yeah. we just, you know, what they brought to the table was was as good as anything out there. I think it showed all month. We were you know, yeah. top ten all month in practice. Uh, still, to this day, couldn't tell you why we crashed in qualifying. Everything looks the same, you know. Right. right. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, who knows. It's, it's but, uh, uh, but they really um, – brought a good program and, and, and had a good 
good team yeah. uh, behind me there to, to, to kind of make it. You and New Garden were just oh, hooked yeah. up that month. Yeah, we, we rolled. And, and, and honestly, um, looking back, you know, neither one of us was very good on race day. Obviously, uh, we had the incident and we were kind of cobbled up, uh, cobbled back together. But um, neither was Joseph. And, and if we went back and to do it over again, we could see some of the warning signs and the data of where we were not going to be so good on race yeah, day and right. things like that. But, you know. That was two rookies being two rookies. Yeah, and, right. And, uh, um, but, you know, o overall, I think it was a, a very uh, successful month. Uh, obviously, had the crash and qualifying that, that kind of set us back. But uh, but they did such a great job, not only uh, bringing a good program, but having having a good step-by-step -step process and, and, and making sure the car was right every time we went out there. Yeah. Um, you know, this year we, we uh, uh, you know, we had some issues kind of, <laughs> right from the get-go of just right. different little things. And this year was with KV. It was right? with KV, yep. yeah, and, and uh, Jonathan Birds. And, and, and really, you know, it's nothing, you know, nothing bad on their part. No, I, I was <laughs> nothing really bad on their part or, or anybody's part. Like, you know, the Birds did a great job, you know, preparing the program a year in advance. <coughs> Um, you know, everything of. looked right. great. You know, we had a lot of sponsors and, and fan participation. Uh, everything was great. We just we just had little issues all month that that uh, set us back. And, and some of it is part of being um, it was part of being a third car, I guess, to some degree. You know, obviously it sucks. Uh, you know, because you know, as a one off, you don't want to be that guy. Well, <laughs> yeah, well right, right, you don't want to yeah. be last. Like, You're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, you know, everybody that's around it knows, I mean, well, and, you can and only do so much. And, and really it was kind of frustrating because we'd go back and look at data and, you know, we'd have less wheel input. We'd have, uh, you know, I was, I was flat, uh, you know, I was a hundred percent flat earlier than our other two cars. And just for whatever reason, we just, just wasn't there. Did some, didn't yeah, have yeah. speed. And well, and that's the weird thing about Indy. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you could have the exact same setup between two cars. And for whatever reason, one is just tremendously slower than yeah. the other. Yeah. And everything else could be the same. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so yeah, obviously. And then, you know, the race, you know, it, it's kind of a, you spend so much time at, you know, you're only there for a week, but you're, you work so hard for a week to, to pound out laps and try and put the best piece together. And yeah, you know, it kind of really uh, isn't a whole lot of fun going out there knowing you're just trying to survive the day. Yeah, right, <laughs> you right. You know, right. You, you know you're going to, you know, at some point probably, you know, as bad as it sounds, but just being honest, at some point probably be in the way. Yeah. You, know, you just don't have speed. You're just trying yeah. to. Yeah, no, that makes to, sense. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, that's kind of where we got in trouble was just trying to not be in the way. And, now, is that and a hard yeah. thing for you, set guy? Because you can, you know, what the, I've never driven a, yeah. a dirt oval, but <laughs> uh, uh, you can go offline and kind of use the cushion or adjust your driving style to sort of get around. But, you know, Indy, I assume, you go offline, that's it. You're yeah, going you're in the in wall. Now, it's really not that hard at 225 <laughs> mile an hour <laughs> to try to not go offline. You're right. pretty committed to the yeah. one line. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it certainly is a different, uh, you know, racing mentality. You know, it's a little more give well, uh, sometimes give and take, sometimes yeah. just take, but, yeah. uh, you know, it is, you, you do kind of adapt to that. A lot of people are critical of the fact that, that there is no, like the Indy 500, the sort of pride of Indiana, there is no real system for USAT guys to get in. And and I have to think on your end, there's, you know, you, you ran last year, there's, I think there's hopes to run again next year. Yep. Um, there's got to be a certain amount of pressure of like, okay, you're representing 
whether or not USAC guys can succeed in this system, and I, that's yeah. got to suck. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, um, you know, it's great when things are going well. Obviously, 2012, right. I was like, yeah, carrying the banner. <laughs> you know, and this year, you're like, oh, Never I, mind. I don't know what I drove before yeah. this, I think. <laughs> A stock car driver, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, 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 it it's just something that goes with the territory, yeah, obviously. Sure. You know, um, dirt track racing is something I'm passionate about. You obviously yeah. want to uh, do well for for the sake of of, of short track racing, and right. uh, you know, and our fans are so passionate. Um, you know, we put together uh, a package. Uh, it's another Lauren project. Um, <laughs> put together a package uh, for the 500. I actually did uh, what we called the Indiana Devil. Uh, raced the 500 That's on right. uh, or you know during the day, and then yeah. uh, left and went to Kokomo. And ran no the sprint car race that night. And then you finished like second. Yeah, I finished yeah. second by <laughs> a little, barely. Uh, but uh, but we put together a package, and and really we didn't know how big or how many people we, we ended up. I think we ended up having like a hundred hundred or so, maybe hundred and ten people on the really? buses. Really, did both. Um, and w- you know we kind of announced it late. There's a lot of people that had already bought tickets and right. things like that. So uh, you know, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, because we got, it was kind of, we got, we had a, I had probably, I probably had 15 friends and family on there that obviously were just doing it because it was the easiest yeah. way to <laughs> drink to and get trip. to both right. places, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, not I have to worry about that. driving. <laughs> so, uh, and with it, you know, Jonathan Birds had dinner and everything yeah. out there. So, um, but, uh, but we had, we had a group of dirt track fans that had never been to the 500. So they, we got to take them there, show them what it was all about. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I think it's one of the coolest events yeah. around. Um, how did the bird deal come together? Because it seems like this is a very loyal sponsor for you. Uh, yeah. It, uh, so. He has this weird pause, like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to get into this. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's something bad. No, no. I bailed him out. It's, uh, <laughs> I drove, so I, I first met David Bird. Right. In 2013, I ran. Uh, and to put this in context, Bird. No, it's 12. Bird locally is like a huge chain of something. Yeah, so. I don't know. We don't so have So, Jonathan Bird's, um, yeah. they got a, a cafeteria. Okay. Uh, well, it's a restaurant now. Uh, used to be a cafeteria. They shut down the cafeteria line. It's more of a restaurant. Okay. Same kind of thing. Trying to think of an example like in California that really isn't. Uh, one, but. but uh, so they've got that, but they're a huge catering business. Okay. Um, that's their big, you know, their official caterer of the Colts. They okay. do weddings. You know, they've been been, been more than great to me. And, uh, uh, yeah, he's he's crazy. <laughs> and, and, it was, and it literally was one of those deals that it kind of just fell out of the sky. Like, you know, I hadn't talked to him in two years, and he just happened to see that I was in the area. Yeah. And That's crazy. Well, we were just talking about this with Derek Walker today, where, like, in the sports car world, you know, we all have gotten that phone call a few times a year of this guy who's got something on the line, and he talks a big game, and you're just listening like, yeah, 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 let's see if it's real. And 99% of the time, it's nothing, and they just want to take meetings in there. So, so is this a, a thing for you guys, too? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, it's not necessarily something that happens all the time, but um, yeah, I think your, your top tier of, of drivers, um, you know, there's always somebody trying to get – you know, whether it's just, you know, um, you know, just some degree, just using that as an example, you know, I didn't know if it was uh, something they were using as 
uh, you know, they're they're very uh, active right now and relaunching their Jonathan Birds brands and their catering brands and, and restaurant brands. They're starting to franchise out restaurants and things like that. So, you know, for me, you're always kind of, I, I mean, I've been on the bad side of things. I've, I've gotten uh, not necessarily used, but, you know, kind of hung out to dry before. Right. And so you're always playing devil's advocate and, and uh, you know, is he really just using this to, uh, you know, create buzz to launch their brands and, yeah. you know, two years from now everybody's going to forget about it anyways. Right, right. It's not going to be a big deal if we don't show up at the 500. Like, what, you know, what what is the end goal here? And, but to his credit, like I said, everything and more uh, that they said they wanted to do or promised to do or, or thought about doing, they, they've done and, and delivered. And uh, I give them major credit for, for that. And, and I, I go to, you know, Obviously, you know, with this 200 race program, there's a lot of moving pieces and a lot of, uh, uh, you know, a lot of my car owners are, were semi-skeptical at the time because they're like, well, yeah. what's he getting out of this? Right. <laughs> really nothing. Cause he's not. <laughs> but, you know, just they, they love the sport. Um, they love the background. They want to um, be a part Obviously, of it. For, for, for them, you know, I kind of fit the brand of, you know, the down home, you yeah. know. Just if you looked at me, you probably kid. wouldn't really think I'm good at anything so <laughs> <laughs> you know it's usually That's usually wearing a usually wearing a hat and a hoodie and yeah. <laughs> you know who for for guys like Ryan and myself who pay who like you know like all kinds of racing but aren't sitting there checking USAC websites every day who's the greatest driver we don't know about Ooh, that's a hard one that's a tough one I mean obviously because like the Dave Darlins the Levi Jones those are names that have transcended over to us you know yeah the, Swindells and such. Yeah, you know, I think, I think, you know, right now where we're at, we're kind of in a point in time where, you know, we've got all our legends, and there hasn't really been anymore. You know, our right. Tracy Hines, our Dave. I Darlin. think we're eating with one. <laughs> I don't know about that. Not yet. Um, but at the same time, you know, our younger guys have, have done a good job of being recognized. You know, obviously, like I, I would say. If you told me to pick the best driver in USAC right now, uh, you know, I'd try to pick myself, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'd I'd tell you, I'd tell you it's Christopher Bell or or Rico Abreu, but obviously they've kind of made the I know both those people are, Sean. I know who Rico is. Uh, What do you think about Rico uh, moving to stock car racing? You think he's going to pick it up okay? Yeah, I'm excited for, you know, for him. Honestly, uh, you know, and I can say it because he's one of my best buddies, but uh, he did a lot better this year than I really expected him to. Yeah. Um, a, uh, because you know he struggled a little bit on the pavement on, on and in on the USAC side. Right. Uh, you know he never really got to where uh, you know they kind of got rid of it as he was coming into his second year anyway. So he kind of lost the opportunity to get really good at it. Right. But um, you know definitely struggled early on with it. And, and two. Um, you know what he does is is pretty special. I mean, when you think about it, and, yeah. and how hard it is for for you or I to 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 hustle a car around right. there, um, you know, with with some of the things he deals with anymore. You don't even look at him as, you know, Rico the different. Rico the guy with yeah. you know limitations. He's right. you know the guy beating up on yeah, us. He's and coming it's for not, you. <laughs> you know, has not, you don't even really think of him as as being uh, you know any different than sure. than anybody else. And yeah. uh, he certainly, uh, I think he. He uh, certainly drives like he's six feet tall. <laughs> right. Yes. It's a. It which is which is cool. It's almost a worrisome situation, I imagine, for 
people that don't know how fans are going to handle something like that. You know, having somebody that's different come well, in. Well, especially if it comes in quick. Okay, so I don't know if it's necessarily addressed for those who don't know who he is, but he's a little person. Yes. I don't know if what if he's specifically... He's pretty well known. Yeah. So yeah. if you're listening to a Brian Clausen podcast, you, you probably know who Rico Avery is. Yeah. Yeah. So. And he won twice this year in Canaan? I think so. Yeah, I know I he won at Columbus. Yeah, I thought he had two wins. Yeah, I, mean, how, I mean, how tall is he? Uh, sub four? Yeah, uh, a little bit taller. I think he's just over four. Yeah. yeah. And he's racing for uh, uh, H. Scott with Justin yeah. Marks' yeah. K&N yeah. East team, which are right. like the team to be That's with. The guys, yeah. Yeah. Um, but even still, like they have, they've had good drivers in those cars not win. Right. Because K&N East is tough. Tough. Yeah. And he came in and did a good job. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's seven twenty right now on a Monday. Is it Monday? It's Monday. <laughs> I don't uh, tell you either. Yeah. And uh, uh, this is a rare. You've got uh, like a week off, which is like record time for you. I know. It's so. What is a what is a night off? Because you're stuck. I feel bad. Almost like you're stuck eating dinner with us. Um, <laughs> when you could be with with the girl and actually do it, seeing a movie for a change. Like, what is a rare night off for you? Um. <laughs> It's usually pretty boring because yeah, we don't really get good. very many of yeah. them off. You know, we, uh, you know, we've got our TV DVR shows, you do. And DVR what? shows. So what are the shows? We watch. We watch, uh, we watch Nashville and Scandal are our two big ones right now. Okay. Uh, both shows we don't watch. They're pretty good. We just started. <laughs> I can't name a thing. But we just started. Wait, Nashville. Nashville. Isn't Eric Valdez on that? No, show? he was on Graceland. Graceland. Uh, Damn it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So we just started uh, Quantico, so okay. we, we got some shows that we watch, mainly on DVR and on demand. Yeah, sure. We have a hard time keeping a schedule, but uh, you ever watch you know, Silicon Valley? Never watched Silicon Valley. Okay, <laughs> not worth getting into. Stop <laughs> it. That's an inside joke. He's not doing it. We, uh, uh, but uh, yeah. So I mean, we'll, we're we're actually pretty close to uh, a big mall with the. With movie theater and that, so every now and then, she Lauren doesn't like the movies as much as I do. I'd go to a movie every night. I hear you. Same. Yeah. I yeah. love the movies. I lo- I, I you go, go by yourself? Um. Uh, well, normally, n- normally not. If she's I do, all the I time. would. If yeah. I I would if I'm alone. But yeah, no, no. I'd, I'd imagine me. you going to a movie saying, "I'm just going to go on my own." It's going to get you in trouble. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Right. So she's got to be out. Right. You know. That's where you take the other girls. We take Chevy. Yeah. That's right. Um. We understand there's a Tony Stewart story, how the first time you met. <laughs> and we've only been given very minor details, but we were told it's pretty cool. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, the first uh, – I, I mean, I guess really the first time we really talked. I had met him in passing, obviously, right. uh, quite a bit, you know, kind of being the young guy and coming up and yada, yada. Everybody introduced you to, you know, Tony and that, but – uh, the first time I probably really talked to him was uh, I went to Eldora to race, and uh, I just turned 16. First, second USAC. I ran first USAC race the day after my 16th birthday. Um, finished third at Lima Land, and then went to Eldora the next night, thinking, "Oh, this is easy. I got this." Right. Uh, <laughs> which I'd been running sprint cars for a couple of years. It, was, it wasn't. You know, like I just jumped into a sprint car. I've been right. running, you know, local sprint car races, but you had to be 16 at the time to race you USAC. So, right. uh, so, yeah, go to Eldora and made it about three-quarters of a lap, hit the wall, flipped, uh, flipped, kept flipping, kept flipping, finally landed. Well, when I came to – well, I was – I didn't – I don't think I was, like, knocked out, knocked out. But so no. when I kind of came <laughs> to, came to. I love that he's, right. like – 
I don't think I was. <laughs> so, you know, you do the visor flip up. Flip your visor up. Well, everything's still black. So I would lost my vision at that time. Of course. Yeah. What I like is you say this so casually. Like, and you know that well, when that happens. Well, it came back. I, right? I came back. It so came back right. eventually. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, uh, so, anyway. So, you know, one of the first guys over there. Tony, Tony was there. So he was one of the first guys over there. So he was with me the whole time as they were getting me out of the car and ribbing on me. And, yeah. So that's how I met Favorite, him. Yeah. And then, so, but the best... Best part of that story is that uh, you know I I'm done. just Thank 16. You. I just kind of finished everything up with on my Ganassi program and right. signed signed that so deal. The world well, is your oyster. Well, so I uh, they actually ended up they ended up helicoptering me out of there because I you know because I lost vision and, and right. stuff like that. So they were now when you lose vision, are you panicking or are you just yeah? Like, I was okay, a little bit panicked. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously at that point I was 16. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> uh, but um, you know, obviously having Tony and my dad and everybody was there, so kind of talked you through it. Right. And, you know, uh, Tony's bumped his head a few times. I so imagine. I don't know if he's ever truly lost his vision. I think he had me convinced at that point he had, and it right. came back. So I was like, and he's okay. like, it'll be fine. It'll be yeah, fine. He's like, fine. it'll yeah. be all right. But you're gonna <laughs> wish it. You're gonna wish you didn't have vision when I send you the bill for the wall you just tore up at my new track. Cause he had just <laughs> bought Eldora at that point. <laughs> and uh, so, anyway, so they load me in the helicopter and take off. Well. At that time, they were holding another helicopter up top from landing, trying to land. So that you always had something on, on site? Well, no. Oh, so that okay. helicopter <laughs> lands, it's Chip. And he, oh, is, no. and, and he was pissed because they were holding him up there. <laughs> and he, and so he comes down yelling at and Tony. And his new signing is down there. Why, why I was up in the, they held me up there for 15 minutes. They're like, well, yeah, we just had to send somebody out. And they're like, what are you doing here? And they're like, oh, I'm here to watch Clawson. <laughs> And Tony's <laughs> like, well, there he goes. <laughs> Money well spent, Chip. <laughs> so, yeah. By the way, he can't see anymore. Yeah. He's <laughs> got no vision. That's <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Bad timing, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there's that. Well, on that note. So, speaking of vision, we met with uh, the great Mr. Derek Walker. Did you interface with Derek at all? In Not a whole lot. Yeah. No. No, not a whole lot. We don't. We didn't know him, but I got to say, he was pretty awesome with us. So, as a uh, as a recurring theme on the show, we've been doing a, a pass along question. Oh boy! And so oh, I get mine from Walker. You get yours from the boss man, yeah, from Derek Walker. It's a very simple question, and he even asked it to us, and we we're like, uh, um, basically, very simple. Brian Clawson, do you have a five year plan? Um. To some degree, to some degree. I mean, I think, uh, um, well, I had I had actually a pretty clear one until we threw this 200 race program <laughs> together. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, my five-year plan, I guess I probably have more of a three-year plan. Um, you know, it's funny we, that we, that came up. You know, I think five years is tough in racing. You right. know what I mean? The, the landscape always changes you know if you were to ask me five years ago what i wanted to do i can guarantee you that wing sprint car racing wouldn't have been in there yeah right and here i am and i ran 100 doing. races this year or 102 races about 70 of them have been wing sprint car races right so the landscape's always changing but um you know i think uh yeah the, the landscape's always changing i think this 200 race thing's kind of changed things for me a little bit before we announced that um, you know, the, the the kind of plan was to to continue to to build and 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 
not only myself but the race team that I raced with on the wing side of things to two to three years down the road be a World of Outlaws team full time. Okay. Um, you know, with this 200 race thing, um, a I mean, it doesn't really put us behind because it allows us to travel and do um, so much racing it actually probably puts us further ahead than if we were to just kind of run a hundred wing races um but i might enjoy just doing everything so much that i might not ever want to come <laughs> come in, you know I, and i right. think i started going down this route earlier and got sidetracked but you know as a race car driver you know the 200 race thing kind of came to me as i was in paris racing i think i told you it was for like 10 12 grand to win that night well, World Finals was going on that same night for 15 grand to win. Right. Two nights, 15 grand to win each night. It's like, why am I not there? Yeah. Or there's another race, and I, c I can't remember. Oh, yeah, we're at an Indiana Sprint Week race. Pays five grand to win. Same night, there's a 50,000 to win ra Kings Royal. Yeah. Right. Like, why am I, as a professional <laughs> race car driver, why am I not there? Right. So the, the point of the 200 race deal was to be at every big race in the country, and then yeah. you just kind of fill in to get there whatever you, whatever, you know whatever you got to do to get there so i kind of laid it all out on a map and schedule and figured out that like based off of last year's schedule if we were to do it this year we'd have been at 199 now obviously it always changes with rain outs oh, sure. uh yeah. you know there was some stuff that got rescheduled that i wasn't going to be able to run that i would so it could have been up to 201 right but then obviously if other races get rained out and not rescheduled so you don't really know how it's going to pan out but that's how we got to 200 so uh, it's kind of crazy. But, yeah, three-year plan. Um, obviously, uh, with birds, um, you know, we've got a lot of – he's actually a planner, so he probably has a five-year plan. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, we've got a lot of big things that we want to keep working to um, that entail both the short track side of things um, and even bigger things, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you, know, f you know, doing different forms of racing. Uh, kind of on the same scale, whether it's you know doing some road doing some road course stuff and and getting proficient enough to be a last driver on a Rolex 24-hour right. team, or you know what right. I mean, and just uh, continuing to build that brand of anytime, anywhere, any car, yeah, yeah. Um, old school, kind of just everywhere. Um, yeah, that's kind of the whole idea between uh, my brand and and what you know they love as well, because it allows them to do a lot of fun things promotion-wise. So. Uh, we've kind of got an idea of where we want to go, uh, but like I said, it's hard to sit down and set in stone because the landscape is is always changing. Right. You know, yeah. even even as much as as this year, um, you know, obviously we had or this coming year we had strict plans of um, doing the Indy 500. You know, and then you know maybe in 17 branching out and doing a couple more races, 18 doing you know maybe the whole Triple Crown deal if it's still around. It's still right. around. Yeah. I don't know if it will be now because I think Fontana's off. Yeah. So, who knows what that? You know what I mean? But yeah, you just yeah. kind of build out an idea, you know. But, but maybe now we move that back up and run Phoenix at the beginning of the year yeah. to, as a tune-up to Indy, right, right. or you know. So you got to be. I want to see you at Long Beach just because it'd be off. Very. <laughs> you know, I, my problem. So my problem always was, and and you know, Randy Bernard, really had a great kind of program set up, right yeah. for for. For, uh, to try and make the transition. The problem was is that they, A, didn't truly have enough money to support it, right? set aside for it, and B, they at, at basically at one time asked you to quit a paying job yeah. to go 
runs. Not. The, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> to go not right. make yeah. money. Yeah. Can you go drive around? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it, you know, we did the lights deal. Uh, was able to. I gave up some races. Was able to keep my, but still be able to do for the most part full time on my sprint car stuff. Uh, did the 512. Well, 13. I won the scholarship again, and uh, we looked at doing kind of the same thing and building on it. And uh, I actually had some stuff lined up to if we could get the 500 lined up, maybe do another race beyond it to continue to build. Well, at this point, Randy was out. Yeah. Um, but I forget who was in at that point, but. Uh, whoever was interim, I don't. I don't even think they had hired anybody yet. Uh, uh, yeah, Mark Miles kind of just took it and then never yeah. left. So, yeah. Oh, you know, but they wanted me to run lights, road course stuff. Well, oh. The problem was a, I probably didn't need to be in a lights road course car. I probably needed to be in like a two F two thousand Star Mazda at least. Right. You know, I've got no road course experience. Right. And secondly, there's nothing in there that really. Like, okay, I go, just say I go run lights. If I win all the road course lights races, I'm still. Yeah, what's that going to do I'm for still you? Still yeah. not. Still not making money. Money, right. yeah. Right, still right. broke. I can't, yeah. carry a, I can't carry a real job because you're asking me to do two. Right. Yeah. So it's just kind of a little bit flawed there. Historically, guys who come from oval track racing, especially like good oval guys, you said guys and whatnot, usually they adapt to road course racing faster than the other yeah. way around. Yeah, and it's, it's debatable from person to person, of course. Yeah. But. But uh, a lot of people assume it's not; it's the other way around, and it's it's really not. Yeah, yeah. and who knows why? But so to continue the question segment, tomorrow we'll be having lunch with Sarah Fisher, who you ran with yeah. in Indy. Any question you can ask for her? Doesn't have to be racing; it can be whatever you want. Oh, there's so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'd ask her. I'd just ask her. Can I have a job again? Okay, can I have it? Yeah. Can I have a job? <laughs> uh, we'll make it a. I'll have it. Can I have an A and a B? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Now, uh, what the hardest? I want. I like someone like her in her stature. I want. I wonder what the hardest part of giving it up truly was. Yeah. And B, how many question. times a week does she think about getting back in one? <laughs> It's good because now we can hide behind you because we want to ask the same thing. Yeah, so there you go. We'll blame you when we get in trouble for it. So when are we going to see you in a sports car? Yeah, I don't know. He's like, I'm busy. Did you hear my schedule? <laughs> Did you not hear I this? Have time. What the f*** was this dinner for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like I said, I mean, obviously, like one of the goals is to try and uh, get some, you know, get proficient enough to, to like I said, be a. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth—I don't know. I don't even care if I, whatever I run enough time to have my name listed on the little right. driver sheet of the Rolex. We need to, we need to work right. on your last name. It needs to be more German. <laughs> I hear you, but yeah. So um, you know, probably honestly, that's probably a couple years down the road. Sure. You know, I mean, we're probably looking at maybe got a long way to go. Yeah, that's it. Cause it's what's funny is like I think about Daytona. Well, that's only that would only be one of 200 races. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, and the, see, the thing is that kind of fits into the downtime, so it could add another race for ah, me. Right. <laughs> Get that off. Like, and yeah, it's 201. 201. It, yeah. <laughs> it'll only take three weeks out of your schedule so for that we, one. Yeah. yeah I, honestly, I think, like, like if if it was if everything was to go perfectly to plan, I'd say we'd be looking for something in 2018. Okay. So if if the call if you, if 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 John Q Moneybag showed up with a satchel of money and said, I want you to go sports car racing, would it be a prototype or would it be a GT car? Ooh. 
I'm probably not smart enough right now to know the difference. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know honest, I, I for that I respect well, you. I know the difference, but I'm saying driving wise. Well, yeah, you know yeah, what like, I mean, like, uh, yeah, what, well, whatever you want. Sure. Whatever one you're going to pay me more to drive. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Said like a professional. So what's the next dog? Because once you have we're two, not, then it's no. unlimited. No, there's, gonna, there's like four more coming. Two. So hopefully I like I like well, the I mean, I like we're both, done it too. Like I like both my dogs babies. for the most part. Stuart's a little bit of a handful, but he uh, <laughs> takes after his namesake. That's right. That's uh, two, two's plenty. Two can't. I can't handle. Well, we can rare, barely handle two. So. All right. The thing with is she. We banned? travel so much with them that you know we gotta do the whole hotel thing. It's because right. I, I have this problem at home. Um, I have to ban the Asian in my house from looking at uh, rescue websites. <laughs> do you have this problem? Um. Uh, no, because she's the one that ends up having to take care of the dogs for the most part, like at the races while we're racing. And okay. Two's, they wear two her is out. Two more than so. enough. Sure. So now every every now and then, every every now and then uh, we end up looking and we're like, oh, we got to remind ourselves that yeah, this, yeah, you're, two's you're plenty. But, right. but, yeah, no, two's plenty. Cool. With that being said, she is going to look at another Jack <laughs> Russell <laughs> at the rescue. Yep. Yeah. Well, she's going to look. My grandma wants a dog, so she oh, found this. Go. It's a, actually a nine-year-old Jack Russell. All right. So <laughs> I'm telling you, come November eighteenth, so this is already going to be outdated. That's right. <laughs> There's one more. Uh, might have another one in the family. Not here, but kind of within with the family. Grandma. With grandma. That was a steak. It was wonderful. Do you know uh, Spence from Pelly ran over a guy? What was that? What's uh, what's the most pet-friendly hotel? That's <laughs> uh, uh, a real question, question actually. Yeah. Uh, La Quintas are the best. That, yeah, they're, they're, they're every one of them pet friendly. Yeah, pet everything's right? pet yeah. friendly. I don't even think they have a pet fee, honestly, because yeah. a lot of places it's like a fifty dollar, yeah, fifteen twenty dollar yeah. pet fee. Yeah, uh, Holiday Inn's probably the nicest that's pet friendly. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. like about half of, half or three quarters of them are pet friendly, but yeah. nice. we just a lot of the La Quintas are are. Uh, La Quintas. That's what it's called. That's an yep. Indiana boy right That's there. That's right. It's La Quinta. It's La Quinta. Yeah. They're actually yeah. becoming, you know, they, at one point they weren't the nicest, but they've all been, like, 90% of the ones, we've stayed at them a lot this year because I raced a lot in Iowa and Nebraska and all over. So we've yeah. been on the road. We, we yeah. logged some miles So in this Iowa year. and Nebraska, do they all say La Quinta? I don't know. But that's what it says on the sign. Does, uh, I'm not Spanish. Uh, I don't speak yeah. Spanish. It's La Quinta. You La Quinta. People. Nah. Nope. It's La people. Quinta. It's so y'all are not from California. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I know. So yeah, so uh, yeah, that, they're the most pet friendly. Yeah, they're the most pet friendly. I got so nothing. All right. I, th- I mean, we got it's a ton enough. of stuff. Yeah, so. we we have uh, two hours worth of stuff. So I'm I, a, I can talk. We'll I'm kind of a no, talker, it's great. So. <laughs> Trust me, there are times where we're like, <laughs> yeah, there've been a few team pullers. Like <sighs> ten minutes in, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> You're it. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Perfect. Yeah. If you're happy, I'm nothing. happy. We're happy. I think we covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. I think uh, Continental's got the check. I'm finished. All right. Dinner with Brian Clausen. Super cool dude. Really just felt like we were hanging out with uh, with a guy just like us, to be honest. So, um, Except uh, he's going to be running 200 races next year. So... Good luck with that. Hope to see him at Indy. And uh, let's play ourselves out here with another song by uh, Slightly Stupid. Here is Rolling Stone.
also available on iTunes. Enjoy.